0: Hello and welcome to episode 166 of the Naked Tech Podcast. It's a show that gives you everything you need to know about consumer tech, the internet, and all things looking for the mutants. I'm your friend Jeff Kim. My name is Calvin Lee and happy Chinese New Year, everybody. Gongai fa Yes, many happy returns, year of the ox. It is the get year of the cow. ox. Yeah, get mm. your cows out. Mm. Yep, I've got my... Uh, my red, lucky oh, red yes. microphone there. And your hat. I like it. I like oh, it. See, hey, what, you've got, see what you're going for. Happy accident. Yes, we won't talk about <laughs> the Super Bowl because it was the most boring game ever no. in the history of the okay. Super Bowls. Like mm. You're obviously the gridiron fan here, but I guess I'm going to ask the important question. That was the halftime show. Uh, actually, that, that was a highlight. I, I thought it was one of the better ones. I still can't go past Katy Perry's uh, "Left Left Shark Dance," shark, of course. but uh, I, I thought the weekend did pretty well. You know, he pitched in a bit of money himself. It, it's probably the the biggest ad for himself he can make, right? I don't know. Like mm. if he's putting out a video, uh, you know, massive um, set with mirrored things, maze, mirrored maze. Was it? Did you see any of it? No, I didn't see any <laughs> you of didn't it. You didn't watch any of it. <laughs> Uh there was there was some bit, bit of TikTok music action, you know, everything was there. Wow. I'm sorry I missed it. Yeah. Um well um today's gonna be an interesting show. Um I've got one big story. Uh you, you have a, a few things. Um there you go. There's a the weekend on the screen there. Yeah. Um should we go straight into it, Kelvin? Let's do it. Let's go, and we're going to kick it off with Clubhouse. What is Clubhouse? Uh, so it's it's been a couple of weeks since we recorded, and in that time, believe it or not, a, a hot new thing has sort of come up in the scene. I mean, it's been around actually since uh, probably around March last year, but it's been on the news, uh, even mainstream news, would you say? Oh, definitely. It's definitely. on the Guardian. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to... Give it a go in in terms of in terms of trying to explain what it is uh right now it's ios only and uh kelvin you, you can't really you haven't experienced that is yeah cloud no, yet. You, com-
1: you cover off what the app does what it is
0: and and i'll hmm. I'll, I'll start
1: my rant after
0: <laughs> wow okay S- starting off with a rant uh okay so it is a i think the the headline or the the strap line of the app is an audio social network now, the term social network" comes with a bit of baggage in 2021. Um, and audio is like, well, a lot of people just sort of think, is it like uh, discord or is it just like a conference meeting type thing? And in a way, yes, that, that all those things are, are correct. Um, but there are just just the mechanics of just audio, and you can't you can't type, you can't video makes it I think interesting. Um, so that that's what it is. Um, these these guys are I think they're former psychology students um, in neuroscience. I think they have some links to Twitter which I'll cover off uh, in a second but yeah um, it's kind of uh, garnered a lot of attention just on the back of Elon Musk and Zuckerberg jumping in on a uh, what you call a club. Um, I think probably this time last week, um, around Sunday last week. Uh, yeah, and, um, I can't quite remember how I heard about it or what what made me sign up, but, um, yeah, I tried it out and a few hours later, because it is an invite-only service, some, uh, well, I'm not gonna say random friend, but, <laughs> um, Joe, shout out to Joe, she did, you know, hook me up and, um, she let me in, um... So like as a user, if you're already in the clubhouse, you you can send invites out according to your social profile or basically your contact list. But if you do try to sign up without that invite, then um, someone, a friend of yours who's already on there might be able to say, hey, you're you're a cool dude. I'll let you in sort of thing. Is there a limit to to the size of each room? 5,000 is the current cap. And uh, I've, I've been... Well, I've, I've had notifications on a couple of rooms where, yeah, they've already been full. So, you know, um, the, the big news this week was that Elon's going to be interviewing Kanye West, uh, possibly tomorrow. So okay. you, you have to be really quick to get onto that room. Now, what's, yeah. what's been happening is that uh, it, it's, it's exactly like a conference situation where... You know, say you're in a convention center. So you can probably picture the ICC, Kelvin, how that mm-hmm. is set up. There's like a a long hallway um, with lots of different rooms um, along the hallway, right? So there's one big hall. You know, there's some breakout areas or breakout rooms, a bit smaller. So think think of that. Um, so when you log into Club Hours, you're kind of in the hallway of that conference center. And, you know, you can see uh, signs for... The topics, which are basically the rooms, and yeah, like if you want to go into a room at the moment, the the capacity is five thousand people. Okay, okay. Mm. Now, this is iOS only, um,
1: mm. and you know, obviously, a lot of people have asked the founders of Clubhouse in terms of, hey, you know, like, why? What are you doing? And so, it is really about infrastructure. Uh, I think it's I think it's costly to host something like this they don't take I don't believe they are using uh, advertising to raise any funds on the app Uh, Mm -hmm. not that I could find 9to5google.com has a view that because it's all audio the microphones on um, your Apple devices are obviously going to be very dependable they're very predictable Whereas, you know, if you throw in cheap Android phones um, that are available out there that use cheaper hardware, it might not be as, I don't know, uh, as mm. great as, you know, the
0: microphones that come. Well, similar to that Instagram, Apple. you know, thing that happened yeah. a few years ago, right? It was iOS only for a long time. And, uh, you know, all the, all the Apple fanboys were complaining as soon as Android were, was introduced, like, well, what's with the quality of these photos? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like, I, I lean on infrastructure. I think, you know, once you throw in
1: Android, you're throwing in, you know, a couple of million users overnight, especially with all the hype that it's created with Elon trying to interview Kanye, which is going to be insane. But I feel like that is something... I think the lower quality audio isn't a good excuse. I think you would let that sort of happen anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, people will follow people with great audio quality. And if they don't have great audio quality, they will naturally fall off Clubhouse. Um, so I hope they're doing it because of infrastructure and not so much because of quality control, but you know, it's a good, that's just one of the downsides of being an Android user. You don't get Instagram first. You don't get Snapchat first. You don't get path first.
0: I remember path. Oh, path. <laughs> oh, path. Uh, bought by Kakao Talk. Um Well, I think that's interesting because uh, I, I actually think it's more around the generating the buzz and. You know, now now Android people are sort of like... I mean, there's... H- half of the Android users will be like, well, okay, stuff that, like... They're not really thinking about the Android side of things. But I think, you know, the other half would be like, oh, please let us in soon, you know, that, mm. that type of... uh. So I think it's pro- probably split in that way. But um, it, it's a way to generate buzz. And uh, I did listen to a a podcast where, yeah, they, they thought... Um, actually, it was probably on Clubhouse, actually, because I've, I've been listening... Almost nonstop for the last week on Clubhouse, where they, you know, they pretty much know for a fact that the founders are doing this just, just to kind of like, it's it's strategy. It's a strategy. So, you know, yeah, there's, there's the invite I, only service, but you know, locking it to one operating system is, is another way to do that.
1: So. Tell me, talk me through the listening experience of Clubhouse because obviously I don't have access to it. I could, I could get it on my iPad actually. So if, you know, if you drop me an invite, I'll check it out. Hmm. Do, you, do, you, can you
0: listen to past sessions?
1: No, it's it's live,
0: right? It's so there's no on demand at all. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you try to record, so on on an iPhone, you you're gonna you have an option to screen record, but also you can capture audio. So as soon as you do that, you get this big red uh, message saying, you know, if you do re-share, like they don't stop you from recording it, but if the, um, if you do share it, then it's you know big big penalties. Like they'll they'll take you off um, the app. Now uh, the show that Elon was on last last week, um, it's on a show called Good Time. So I think it's a daily show. Um, hosted by uh, Ram, someone or other but he's, he's um, part of the whole Andrew Sain Horowitz um, you know the cabal um, mm. you know they've they've worked with Facebook and Twitter and all those guys um, and I believe his wife and her name escapes me but like they kind of like set up the room and I guess they were one of the early adopters of Clubhouse you know many months ago and it's, this show has just kind of grown right and um so yeah, some they have contacts in in the industry, so they got Elon, and um, you know, I think maybe an hour into that, uh, Zuckerberg sort of jumped in. Now, I guess I have to be careful because I I wanted to play a clip from that. Um, mm. Now this this I took this recording from uh, a site called because uh, the, the 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 host of the show re-shared this on Twitter, so I'm assuming this is okay. What do, you, what do you think? Most <laughs> of the show. Yeah, I think. It, it, I, well, you. As long as we name
1: the source, I think we're good.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I. I will. Yeah. Link. Link the actual. Um. The source of this. Uh, it's like an 11 minute. Um. Obviously, I won't play the whole thing here. This is a short, shorter clip. But this was just to get. Give you a flavor. You yourself, Kelvin, and everyone else listening, uh, who hasn't been invited to Clubhouse, on what what that experience is like, and and maybe the sound quality as well.
1: All right. Spill the beans, man. What happened last week? Why do you stop here? Why can people buy the GameStop shares?
0: Sorry, I, I forgot to set this up. He's, he's actually asking um, Vlad Tenev, the CEO of or the founder of, um, crap, Robinhood, Robinhood. Yes. Which yes. Is topical from last, last week. So here he here goes again.
1: All right. Spill the beans, man. What happened last week? Why, do you stop people? Why can people buy the GameStop shares? The people demand an answer and they want to know the details and the truth so Basically, Wednesday of last week, we just had unprecedented volume, unprecedented load on the system. Uh, a lot of these meme stocks were going viral on social media, and people were people were joining Robin Hood, and there was a lot of net buy activity on them, as you guys all know. And Robin Hood, at this time, I think, was number one on the iOS App Store.
0: Yeah, obviously, uh, Vlad goes on to talk about that experience that he had—the um, crazy, you know, twenty-four hours and you know the preceding days after the whole thing happened. But um, I guess what I'm trying to show there is the sort of intimacy. It, it is like you're eavesdropping on a phone call. Right? Yeah, uh, just based on that clip, I don't see it replacing podcasts in any
1: way. Uh, I think it has a. I think it, you know the challenges are obviously YouTube Live, Facebook Live and you know you and i chatted about this during the week is you know twitter as well um these bite-sized audio bytes um suit twitter right and it's quite funny i'm reading an xda article now the reason why clubhouse had to come up with a blog post on you know where they are with their android app uh implementations because they want to respond to twitter uh, having
0: an alternative called spaces Yes, which I experienced this morning. Um, I think I mm. sent you a screenshot this morning, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So the the people that are the interestingly the people that are active on uh, Clubhouse um, are also sort of the early adopters of Twitter as well. So they're sort of like treating this as a new toy. It's you know new mechanics uh, has a somewhat interesting way of um, sort of trying to trying to get into that thought leadership um, area. So. Um, I mean, like, I probably, I haven't mentioned it yet, but, like, I, I liken this to a lot of, uh, and there goes my cat, um, you know, that there's a lot of LinkedIn-like um, people tr- trying to get into this space. Um, Felicia's tail is just, like, blocking the camera there. Uh, yeah, and uh, the other thing was, like, because of the way it works and, you know, it doesn't rely on the reciprocal followship. I suppose kind of like Twitter, but it feels more like Google Plus circles to me. Um, Mm. And you know, and because yeah, so there's you can follow people, but you can also follow topics that are set up by different people. Um, Yeah, so it's a very very interesting way to discover certain areas um, and and topics you can follow.
1: Yeah, I got a feeling though, you got to be super popular for this to be to really work out for you. I mean, it's going to cause an even bigger divide between, you know, who's already popular on uh, Twitter and you know YouTube and Twitch and podcasting and the likes of us, right? I mean, we're like off Broadway, um, so it's it's going to cause an even bigger divide because if you don't have the people live at that single point in time, or you know, have mm-hmm. a newsletter to go out or some sort of not- notification from the content creator that you know i've got a show coming in five minutes i want to tell you all about this thing i did just five minutes ago you're not going to get any traction because there is no on demand Mm -hmm. um there is no you know there is no i'll watch it later um so
0: i think this is going to cause a bigger divide between those who are already really popular and the likes of us i do have a counterpoint though i think yeah that's that's a valid thing to say but um I've, I've been finding that, yeah, like initially when you when you try to look for people, it's like the names that you recognize, right? So um, obviously there, there are some celebrities, there's some NBA players, former NBA players, um, but they're not as active. Um, so mm. as you start following topics and you just sort of jump into rooms randomly, not randomly, you sort of go by the, the topic names. And that, that, that's one of the key things. Uh, Twitter spaces don't have topic names just yet. Um, and you just sort of listen in and okay, like this, I like the way this guy or this lady is talking about something. I check their profile, you know, the profile seems interesting. So I, I start following them and maybe the next day when I see them in a room and, you know, participating, then I might sort of be validated by that. So like at least in the early days, like for maybe the next few months, um, I mean, I'm, I haven't really talked in in a room yet um but i'm just sort of like sort of i don't know maybe waiting for the right moment i'm actually like waiting for like you know for example yourself and some of some of our other friends to join to maybe start a room and see see what we can do i don't know um but i I think yeah that is probably less of a thing i would say just because it's not full of celebrities and well-known people just for now things may change uh, after this weekend
1: and why is the quality so rubbish? Is it because people aren't using microphones or their
0: AirPods? Are they just talking using the speakerphone? So that what example was yeah. particularly bad, I agree. Um, I was talking to... Um, okay, sh- shout out to Miguel, because you're probably listening to this. Um, uh, this is uh, Engineer Miguel, not probably mm-hmm. the other one that you know. <laughs> but um, Although he, he, he may be listening to, but um, I was showing him... Uh, Clubhouse was it? It must have been yesterday. Yeah, yesterday, and um, just just earlier, I was talking to him on Teams, and and then I had to show him Clubhouse, but the the quality sounded so much better through Clubhouse, but we're we're uh, using the same devices, so I think there is some heavy duty engineering behind the scenes, mm-hmm. um, some sort of compression probably, that's happening. Yeah, it's probably a good segue though, because. Um, the, the engine, I suppose, that, that is driving this technology is kind of surprising. And I've got a clip from Adam Curry from yesterday's show. I don't know if you heard this one yet, Kelvin. No. Um, talking about where that's coming from. But here's what's interesting. The technology behind Clubhouse is owned by Agora. Agora is a Chinese company. A Chinese company is hosting uh, these chats, and you're just giving them everything, including your address book, because you can't invite anybody unless you l- give them access to your address book. This is, this is Chinese spying on your conversations, you idiots. Okay. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> I won't well, go so far, of...
0: but it, it, it is true. <laughs> it is a Chinese company.
1: Like a, a bit of context here as well. Like Adam yeah. Curry uh obviously is considered the father of podcasting and he runs a great show that I love called the No Agenda Podcast. Um that I think everyone should listen to. It gives you a you know, a different view on the world of politics, technology, etc., but a very extreme view on things. And you know, they they're not I wouldn't call it conspiracy theorists, but they do definitely uh dabble in that. Um mm. yeah, I mean, like what is it? gonna come from china at some point i mean you and i covered in the last episode about how they're coming up with a new way of communicating using quantum physics etc quantum computing so it's going to become more and more commonplace like I, I you know i'm sure there are nefarious actors you know in china just like any other country
0: i i, I don't think that's a big deal mm. um if they've got the some Agora, though, um, since that sort of news broke um they've tripled in stock value um, of course they have since uh, the last couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, I'm not... Do you, do you know about them that much? They're they're based in Shanghai. No. Not sure what else they d- sort of dabble into, but, yeah, I, mean, I, I think it, it's it's pr- pretty cool, like, the tech behind it. Um, you know, so many rooms at any given time, you know, so up to 5,000 people in a room, sort of managing all of that. Like, I just feel like, you know, my brain kind of exploded just thinking about that engineering side of things, but uh yeah um I guess that that's clubhouse I think uh hit me up if you want an invite I'm, I'm sort of like being very careful because initially you only get two invites oh um but as, as you, you uh... as you use it more and they, they did give me a few more um saying that hey we noticed that Australia like Australia is getting traction um here's, here's a few more invites so that happened you know a couple of days ago um but yeah it's uh the, the other thing about that is um, they they're very um, strict on. Well, they they tell you that um, p- please give be careful because they'll they can just um, snub you out if, if you're not careful. In that, if you invite a friend that is kind of rubbish or you know just ends up trolling rooms and stuff like that, they'll they'll get banished. But also the person who invited them will also get banished. So you, <laughs> they're very. Yeah, strong on that message. Promise, I won't let you down, Jeffrey. Um, Better not. Can we?
1: I, I think I think that's really interesting. Can we do a quick pivot to Twitter? I think it's, mm. this is worth talking about quickly. I didn't know this, and and I and and I and as I was clicking around looking at um, their version of Clubhouse, they've also got something coming called Fleets, which is their version of Instagram Stories. It's already uh, there. What do you mean? Yeah, I know, but. <laughs> Have you, I, I, I haven't, I, I scroll Twitter just like, you know,
0: old school mm. Twitter. Have you tried using fleets? Like, do you see a lot of it? Um, well, are a lot of people using it? The first way, like my, you know, if I use a Twitter, Twitter app, um, you see those circles, like story circles at the top mm. of the stream. And that was like full, just like Instagram. Yep. Nowadays you, you hardly see anything. So yeah, if, even the brands oh, aren't really using it. Um, you know, there there were those memes like, um, when this sort of came out about a month ago, um, (laughs) I saw one where, um, Excel had its stories, (laughs) Microsoft Excel.
1: (laughs) That's hilarious.
0: Yeah. Um, email and and things like that. But, uh, yeah, fleets, I mean, they've kind of connected the Twitter spaces with fleets. So that area, so that screenshot that I sent you, Kelvin, Mm -hmm. that, that, that was the fleets area. But then you saw, you know, a few fleets or circles grouped together and that was the spaces. So that, that's why I tapped on that just to say, hey, this is different. Um, and, you know, it was the same guy that I've been listening to on Clubhouse was actually running that space. <laughs> so it was okay. kind of meta in that way. So whenever, whenever uh, a,
1: whether it's a Clubhouse room or a space that goes live, how do you get notified? Is it your typical notification that, you know, this user is now live. It's,
0: well, I guess it's, there's no notification, but because it's at the top of the screen, you're always going to mm. see what's what's there. Yeah.
1: Okay. No, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. I think, yeah. you know, if you're... If you uh, we might be in Clubhouse, we'll see. Uh, but watch the space. I think, you know, let's switch gears a little bit. Let's go into a couple of bite-sized stories to talk about what's been happening in the last couple of weeks. I think the most interesting one is Facebook. And they want to make a watch. So I've got a a longish clip uh, from CNBC, but I think it just gives you the context and explains where Facebook is coming from.
0: Facebook is reportedly working on a smartwatch that it hopes to start selling next year. This is according to the information which cites sources. Now, this watch reportedly would work with a cellular connection. It could connect with fitness apps such as Pelotons, and it would run on an open-source version of Google's Android software, though Facebook is also reportedly working to build its own operating system for future hardware. Facebook, of course, moved into hardware with its Oculus VR headsets and its portal home devices. With the smartwatch, there could be privacy pushback, but it does give more insight into Facebook saying that Apple is its biggest competitor, something it put out there in its battle over Apple's operating system change. That's coming up, guys. Back over to you.
1: Yeah, I I think, you know, like app, Facebook has had a horde sort of um, history in terms of trying to build a phone. I think, you know, that HTC uh partnership they had uh was pretty bad um like almost 10 years ago i would think i think there's no there's no doubt that the apple watch is playing a bigger bigger part in why people buy the apple iphone i think it is undoubtedly the king of watches um you know i think google is trying to catch up but you know there hasn't been a new watch os um well what was it called again i don't even know what the google os for watches is called um (laughs)
0: the Wear OS. Was not?
1: <laughs> a Wear OS watch uh, yeah, hasn't been true. out you know, for the longest time. And this is really quite interesting. If, if you listen carefully to that CNBC report, Facebook is not using Wear OS. It sounds like they're using Android to build a OS just for a watch, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is quite smart because... Everyone knows that Wear OS isn't great at all. Uh, I think Google bought Fitbit in order to try and fix that a little bit, but I, they still haven't really mm-hmm. you know, d- uh, pushed out their new watch, which is also rumored that we spoke about. What do you think? I, I think this is Facebook trying to get more data on a subset of people uh, and a subset of data that they don't actually have. Uh, they don't have mm. heart rate. They don't have steps. They don't know. They don't have GPS. And if they can actually build a 5G or 4G watch that is easy on the battery, that does you know the things that people want to do on watches, the
0: you know good AI, good voice integration, good keyboard, good typing, will it work? I'm not sure whether it would work just because Apple has such a stronghold in that market. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's interesting how. Like, yeah, you you hear about Facebook, the brand, getting into stuff like this, and the first thing you think about is data privacy. Um, Whereas, like, for Apple, I suppose, you know, like, the the narrative is that, yeah, it's going to help with your health and, um, you know, it's about fitness. But sure, like, the, the, the byproduct of that is there's some privacy issues there. Whereas like someone like Facebook it would be no it's they're, they're trying to get more data they' therefore they're building a watch like that that seems to be the I don't know the the theme for Facebook which I don't know if it's entirely true. Um, I suppose like the the long long play for Facebook is you know about devices right um, is is the is the theory that if their biggest competitor is Apple will they, Join forces with Google, especially in light of some of the stuff that you know Apple is doing right now. Um, so maybe, maybe your your prediction of a Pixel Watch, maybe Facebook will build that. How about that, mm. Kelvin? Yeah, and and I like where you're going with this. I don't think
1: we should see Facebook as a social network, you know, anymore. Just a social network anymore. Uh, they're a space company. They're an internet company. They are a hardware space company book. with the purchase. Yeah, Facebook and oculus i think oculus has will teach them a lot about the hardware side of things you know manufacturing that and you know oculus already has snapdragon chips in them Uh, and obviously qualcomm does a lot of watch chips as well so they've got a they've got a they've got some experience now with making hardware and relationships so i think the more competition there is in watches the better uh, the Apple, you know, side of things will get as well as the Google side of things, uh, which is why I want to see the tablet space as well. I think Samsung is doing a lot of good things to make sure that the iPad isn't just the only tablet you
0: can buy because that would be a very bad thing. Um, yeah, Facebook is also working on a like a Clubhouse feature as well. By the way, that that's yeah. coming out this week. <laughs> of course, they are. There's
1: nothing like you know be, the way the way that everyone's killed Snapchat is. You know, I don't. I think I'll see Clubhouse. They would have to innovate fairly
0: quickly to keep up with all these big behemoths that are, you well, know. They'll have to let Android users in. I think that's probably the first thing they need to do. Totally. Or build their own phone and watch. Mm.
1: <laughs> talking about Google, uh, you know, on this show, we've been talking a lot about the news, media, bargaining code, uh, a lot in, in, that's happening now in Australia. Uh, to give you a quick sort of you know backgrounder uh you know there is a law that's currently being drafted to say to to sort of force Google and Facebook and everyone else to pay the news publishers uh an amount of money you know on the links that they share. Um so there's been there's been obviously, you know, uh Microsoft's been quite quiet, but they've been um on the news recently just talking about how, hey, if Google goes and leaves the country, Bing is here to save the day. So uh, let's let's hear what Reuters has to say.
0: Both Facebook and Google have called the laws unreasonable. And last month, they threatened to pull key services from Australia if the regulations went ahead. Google said they would withdraw their search engine, which, according to industry data, accounts for 94% of the country's search market. Bing is a distant number two in the market. Microsoft told Reuters that its CEO, Satya Nadella, has since spoken with Prime Minister Scott Morrison. And on Monday, Morrison said Microsoft was ready to step in with Bing, with respect for the new rules. What's important to Australia, I think, is that we set the rules that are right for our people. And having a news environment in this country that is one that is sustainable and is supported commercially, then this is vital to how democracies function. It's Scott Morrison from his kitchen.
1: I know. He was having lunch. You know what's really funny about that clip? Scott Morrison speaks with so many pauses I had to cut out easily like 15 gaps there like half a second just to make that clip like uh you know listen like you know like it was horrible to, to even listen over and over again it's just so hard to do politicians and do those kind of cuttings but um yeah i think i think because bing has such a small market share in australia it is to their benefit that they say hey you know what the biggest, if the biggest, my biggest number one competitor is going to leave the market, then I will do what it takes to take over. I, I'll pay whatever payment you want me to pay, and yeah, we'd be happy to take over.
0: I think so that's I'm trying fine. to read read the article that you clipped. Uh, so Nadella did say that, did he? Like, as in, we will pay the publishers. I, I don't think they said that explicitly, but I I think uh, they're definitely supporting the code. Right, playing politics, indeed. I, I just find it hilarious, Calvin. That you know bargaining code is not really about the uh, the brand the brands that you know that um, make this code right So mm-hmm. like t- to politicians and you know probably most Australians, Google is the only search engine that's available like Bing doesn't even come into the picture at all' it's like no. who uses Bing? <laughs> yeah I just find that hilarious And you know and I'm surprised it's only 94 percent. Uh,
1: and you know I hear of stories about DuckDuckGo doing really well because of all the privacy concerns and you know my mind in my mind that's all very you know American and that's very um,
0: you know European Mm. I'm surprised it's 94% I thought it was like 98 Mm. and I mean I hear you know the talk of Google pulling out of Australia Mm. like what what does that actually mean like has that sort of come out what Mm. are your thoughts on that from everything I've heard,
1: it's basically just google.com.au. Uh, you can still use Google Drive, you can still use YouTube,
0: obviously, and everything else. It's just a search engine will go. Um, what what does it mean going though? Like, as in like I google.com.au is not there, but do the Google.com will be available. I, I I actually don't know. I I think. I think
1: if if they find out that your IP is from Australia, those they'll, they'll, they'll just say Google.com is not available.
0: Oh, so you can't I, I, use Google search
1: at all <laughs> yeah I think I think they'll just IP block us um, and you know you'll, you'll see you'll see Bing try to take over and things like that we'll I, I think pe- people don't know what they they're asking for until they don't have it um, so we'll see I think I think we'll watch the space I, I a part of me just wants to see it happen just see how people react
0: mm. Mm. I, I actually do yeah I agree with that yeah I just, oh, I like, just, like, oh, is that how the internet I works?
1: <laughs> I love the whole dare thing. I don't think people know what Google is. I think people go like I double click the E. I get a search engine. Are you telling me this is rubbish now? <laughs> yeah, I don't think people I think people underestimate the amount of engineering and the effort it goes mm. into building an experience like Google search. Um and there's a reason why they, you know, they are number one because the other
0: search engines aren't as good. Simple as. So, you know, we'll see. I did go to a, uh, a trivia earlier in the week, Kelvin, and um, the the trivia was titled Ask Jeeves. So I don't know if that's still uh, around. Jeeves making a comeback. I would love that. <laughs> that that guy, stuff. he can talk, so he can probably be a search engine by himself. Yeah, that's All true. All right, uh, we've got another story on Apple. Yeah, so this is really interesting. Um, have you, Before
1: I play the clip and give people a bit of context, have you downloaded any Apple AR
0: apps? Have you have you had any experience with that? Like from Apple, especially, or mm. uh, not from just... Apple, but yeah, yeah, I've used like Google the Google search um, app where you know if you if you search for an animal, it can give you an AR version of that as well, something like that. Mm. Yeah, I. I think there's a reason why Apple
1: is going in so hard with AR, but but let's let's hold off that conversation for a bit. The news is that Apple TV Plus has launched their first sort of mixed reality app, uh, and it's for their TV show on Apple TV called Fall for All Mankind. I think season two is coming out. Have you watched Fall for All Mankind yet? I have not. Yeah, I think it's a space sort of uh, drama series. Um, Play the clip, and then we'll talk about it an interesting move. Apple has launched its first ever standalone Apple TV plus AR app with a for all mankind backstory and exclusive content for that show for users that have the latest iPad pro and iPhone 12 pro models, quoting nine to five Mac. And you know, for, for all our podcast listeners, it's, it's a bit hard to explain without showing a video that I'm going to play here. Switch. Um, so i'm gonna try and talk through it so you download this app you play it let's say you're on your table um and you know all these interesting tapes and letters about the show come out you can you know sort of get deeper into the story if you're watching this tv series you know a little sort of apple II comes up here it's kind of cute that you know you can see photos you can see maps uh, all in front of you looking through this app and i think it's a really interesting storytelling device and method if you're a big fan like i could see this happening for star wars or you know uh wandavision and things like that just to give you that background or you can point it around in your house and things change it's kind of cool i guess but a bit gimmicky i
0: guess yeah um i've been i've been thinking about yeah the ar aspect in terms of tv viewing as well just just randomly um so th- yeah this is interesting like i guess uh some something like I don't know what uh, was a big thing. Game of Thrones got, um, you know, the the problem with that for a lot of people is that there's so many characters and backstories and things like that. So having something like this to help you with just, just following the show, maybe it it could be a good thing. But um, yeah, I, I like it. And anything anything like this that pushes and it looks quite, um, I don't know, polished. This mm. is the word. No, it- yeah.
1: I think they want to set the standard for what these experiences would look like. And I, what I want to see is when I'm watching the TV show, I want my phone to follow me as I'm watching the episode and give me more information. And if they can mm-hmm. do it via AR, for example, you know, if I'm watching WandaVision, there's so many things happening. But if I can just pause the TV show and go to my phone and it goes like, hey, Kelvin, you want to learn more about Quicksilver? Here's a quick 30-second comic book history of Quicksilver. Mm-hmm.
0: Just be, um, be careful like about uh, spoilers there Kelvin because I haven't seen episode Shh. 6 yet um, what what if actually the thing I was thinking about was because now, now we're so used to QR codes and just you know scanning things from stationary objects including a TV perhaps what if like in you know, a Black Mirror or what's that other one uh, the, the uh, choose your own adventure game Netflix mm. show Bandersnatch in that Bandersnatch. sort of manner what if the AR experience is actually part of this show as you're watching the show. Ooh, creepy. That, wouldn't that be creepy? rather than just a companion piece like these yeah. things are? What if it's and, actually you know, part of the show?
1: What if I had goggles to do that rather than holding up my phone? I think that's where they're going with this, right? I yeah, think this, okay. is, right. this is step one to Google's glass. I mean Apple's glasses. Um, so I'm watching my screen and things happen around me. Yeah, go for it. I, I can't wait. I'm looking for immersive, you know, viewing
0: experiences. And I think this will be it. Mm. Speaking of immersive experiences, okay, not really. Um, I've got one, possibly one final clip. Actually, actually two clips, but uh, here's the first one. This is, uh, we're going to talk about Elon Musk again. Um, he tweeted a thing this week. Did you, did he you did. hear about this? It's, it was a, it's about Dogecoin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we're going to go boy. there. We're going
0: to go into crypto. Um, this is a, I found this on TMZ TMZ, and I mean, I don't know if the video is there, if you want to pull it up, but, um, mm. it, it kind of, the video kind of looks like it's, uh, one, one of these fake, uh, what do you call it? Um, Deepfakes. Yeah, it does kind of look like a deep fake, but it must be real. I'm not sure. But, uh, he's, <laughs> this is what, um, a reporter asked him about Doge, Dogecoin and this is what he said.
1: The, the, the point is that Dogecoin was invented as a joke, as essentially to make fun of cryptocurrency. Uh-huh. Um, and that's why uh, I, th- th- I think there's like an argument, like fate loves irony, like the most entertaining outcome is the most, like what would be the most ironic outcome? That the, 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 the currency that was invented as a joke, in fact, becomes the real currency.
0: Right. No, absolutely. So, to the moon. To the moon. <laughs> to the moon, baby. moon. Oh, God. He, really? did, he did tweet that... Um... I, I don't know like Elon has well it's it's not news but he is the biggest troll on the internet right now
1: you yeah know? he yeah. he totally is like I don't know it's been a while since I've looked at doge doge coin whatever you the hell Dogecoin. you want to call it um I mean it's at seven cents now which is it, it peaked at seven cents today I mm-hmm.
0: guess it's kind of cool Is that just today. Okay, here's a follow-up yeah. clip, Kelvin, and uh, this this was a, a super fan. My stock went up. Dogecoin. My Dogecoin went up because you tweeted. <laughs> okay. You're <Sorry>. amazing, <laughs> Elon. Is how do you Dogecoin do it? The power, the power <laughs> of Bitcoin. Elon Musk. You tweet and it goes up. Yeah, so uh,
1: you know you, so Doge Dogecoin, I mean Doge. the logo of Dogecoin, Doge. Uh, Dogecoin, Doge um, is this dog. Like let's not I'm gonna try and get a clearer picture here. Like it's this guy, like this the meme dog. You know what I mean? I'm, it's it started in twenty thirteen as a joke to make fun of altcoins that were just coming out at speed, right? At one point anyone could come up with a cryptocurrency and this was just making fun of that, right? And he's Elon has gotta be trolling, right? Like he, he can't possibly see dodge douche dog coin as a pot like as a possible you know fiat replacement
0: that's probably Um, like the outcome given that tesla just got into uh bitcoin did they not
1: yes so twitter also started a new fund based on bitcoin uh to help you know uh funded uh research into the space of blockchain and cryptocurrency so i don't think cryptocurrency will go away and i think there will be a, sp- a space for them always and uh we're just waiting for that killer use case yes we're waiting been waiting for a long time <laughs> it's not Dogecoin, okay it's this that is not going to be the killer use case elon just loves a good troll okay no one go buy Dogecoin, please you know, or or GameStop. <laughs> doji brothers Alright, let's wrap it up. I never thought I'd end the show on Dodgecoin, but there we go. You know, that's episode 166 all wrapped up. Uh, if you like the show, let us know. If you didn't like the show, let us know. Um please, you know, come to the website, uh, that's um the Nicketechpodcast.com to look at 165 other of our episodes. You know, tell us what you think. And you can also catch us on any of the social
0: networks. So please get in touch, and that is Calva. Jeff out, uh, find us on Twitch and YouTube and possibly (laughs) Clubhouse soon. All right. I forgot to do... You know why I was stumbling at the end?
1: I realized I forgot to do the Pentanet thing. (laughs) Should we do it now? Yeah, actually I will. So last week we spoke about... uh, nvidia's new gaming service and we obviously mentioned pentanet who is an isp based in perth that is uh partnering with nvidia to launch the program and kindly enough they got in touch with us just letting us know that they are you know running the beta program and i mentioned that you know 5g could be a blocker for them launching and i was most certainly wrong so Uh, We're still waiting to hear from Pentanet about their program, launch dates, beta programs. And we would love to hear from them just to talk about it a bit more because we think that gaming streaming services are going to be amazing because I don't need to stare at my gaming PC to play games. I could use my MacBook, my iPad, my phone. Um, And, you know, we've got close gamer friends like Dan who have sold their gaming PC. Like, what the hell, Dan? Uh, So, you know, I think it's going to be a shift. So get back to us um team pentanet uh we'll be happy to talk about it a bit more
0: mm. and i think to be fair kelvin because i i don't know if you were technically wrong because i think the way you mm. framed it was like it wasn't a blocker but like it'll be obviously much better when 5g happens but yes uh we're happy to talk about that um so yeah drop us a line <laughs> or anyone for that matter
1: yeah, and, and you know what, now, now that's, you know, at the end of the show and stuff, it, it's interesting how they found us, right? Because you tagged a WordPress post uh, with Pentanet, it, it created a tag page, and then it got indexed by Google, and it got mm. picked up uh, as a Google alert, and that's how they found us, which I think is super interesting.
0: Yeah. I mean, I tag uh, Elon Musk all the time, but he doesn't reach out to, to me, so... No, we need our own cryptocurrency.
1: We need, to, we need to have naked coins and call them naked coins or something, and, you know, tell them to tweet about it.